Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing. What's up, individuals? I hope I don't have this thing too fucking loud when it comes to editing process and I don't have to, like, literally have to tune my own self down too far, too low. Let me just set the number real quick. I did, in fact, remember to keep a bottle or a canteen of water near me. I'm actually currently still trying to get over a goddamn cold that I actually caught last week after a thunderstorm. So that's always fucking fun. Let me see if I can open this little bitch. Now, this one's actually kind of a long time, and then uh, this one's kind of been sitting on my on my desk for a little while, considering the fact that I was I've been trying to uh, try a new approach when it comes to doing my podcasts. So instead of just rambling on and on and on, like actually, I actually decided to sit down and kind of actually attempt to write out my thoughts correctly, uh, mostly for the sake of actually bringing as much of the memory itself to the surface because I, I'll be honest, I don't have the best fucking memory and that is in no way, shape, or form related to the fact that I am, have indulged in cannabis before considering where, what the, the content of this podcast will consist of. It's just I, in genuine, have a really crappy memory when it comes down to certain things. It's, yeah, it's a bit more of a selective memory, I'll admit, but still, it's, it's the only memory I really fucking got. So I've decided to actually write these things down beforehand I'm um, not going to lie, I think I did pretty well for my first draft that I, oh, this is technically the second one, but this is technically the first one I'm actually trying to take to the next level, if you will. Um, so without further ado, uh, welcome to uh, my first Bad Bong High. Um, now, if you guys have actually watched the first one, my first Bad High, um, just to catch you guys up, uh, so basically uh, had a freak out. Um, Basically, mom literally flushed my whole stash down the drain. Uh, no, sorry. She actually dumped into the toilet and flushed it afterwards. Um, and, oh, yeah, I had vividly explained to my to my friend Steven, who I purchased the pot from, in vivid detail as to how I ended up at my first freak out. Let's just say it's kind of complicated. I've, I've learned a lot of things from that first bad high experience not even just recording it as a podcast, but just I've learned a lot since then. So it's just, it, it, it's one of those things, it's one of those, it's one of those memories where I definitely had to try and go as far back into my mind as I could remember to bring as much of the information forward because, God, it was, a pr- it was pretty fucking hysterical, if anything. Uh, but the funny part is, even though I had, it was flushed, it didn't at all deter me. Like the whole, the whole, that whole experience itself, from point A to point, from the, from start to finish, it didn't at all deter me from, from like it didn't, it didn't, it, if anything, it didn't push me away from weed at all. Because I definitely do remember that it it wasn't, it was like I was still at a, sol- at a solid point where I still wanted to try and continue experimenting with with weed in general. Like I just had a, I had a, I had straight up determination. There's no like I was even though I had had that crappy fucking high, how I had spiraled as quickly as I did. Even at, like the fact that the fact that all it took to trigger that one bad high was just a masturbation session and then exp- and then going that whole scenario between Stephen and my mom. It was f- like I, I'm still surprised that after that I wasn't. I'm surprised that the embarrassment alone wasn't enough to pull me back or deter me from keep from continuing on this process. But no, nah, it definitely did not at all deter me. 
if anything, I was more, I was, I was even more driven by the fact of what my original goal was with it to the point that I was literally watching videos on YouTube as far as like, uh, how to roll a joint, how to take a bong hit, how to properly hit a joint and then a bunch of other how to's. And, uh, if I, if I, if anything, all they did was literally fucking taunt me because hell, I, I still watch the, I still, t- I've, I've been in the past watched them before and I'm now comfortable with it and I still get more, t- and I, it's the, it's the same equivalent of like, it, it the, the sessions specifically only drive me to crave this, like cra- crave just being, crave, just crave just taking a puff, a, a, a drag off a joint or a blunt or something. It just, it's just, the, it's the nostalgia. It's the sensation of knowing how good it made, makes you feel and, and how it benefits you that it only drives me further. So at that specific moment in time, all the videos did was basically one, I was definitely trying to get over the shock of the first bad high, but I was also mentally trying to prepare myself being like, Hey, you're not done with this shit. Not by a goddamn long shot. And I was literally in, that was the mindset I was going in while watching his videos and not for nothing. Quite a few, uh, the majority, there there were quite a few good solid videos where there was not a whole lot of talking. There's there, the ones I, I definitely felt, I definitely found myself enjoying more, more often than not was the videos where there were got, there were people the people during the smoke sessions they they were sto- the the storytellers if you will those were the sto- those were the videos that actually pulled me towards the idea of like hey this is still something possible like if these people are smoking they're taking bong rip after bong rip or blunt hit after blunt hit or joints joint hit or joint toke after joint toke and they're completely fine there's no saying that you cannot accomplish the same shit. So at least I was literally in the mindset of psyching myself out, being like, "Hey, your first bad high will not be your first. If anything, it'll ju- it was just a it was just a first milestone of going further on." The sad reality is, all it really did was it amplified a new curiosity in my mind because then an idea immediately struck in my head. But the funny thing is, when this idea struck in my head, it was around the same. It was literally. What I find funny is that the idea struck me after all this, after all this psyching, this uh, this psyching up job I did to myself. It came at the, it couldn't have come at a worse time, considering the fact that, like I said before, my first after the first uh, first bad high I experienced, mom flushed the original stash, so there was nothing left of it, not a damn drop of it left, not a not even the baggie was tossed out, so that was long gone from then. And in my first, and, my, and just the fact that I that the the idea had struck me, pissed me off because I'm like, fuck, great. The one time when I when this one fucking idea hits me, I'm one, I'm one broke as a joke. I have no money. I'm still a fucking student. Secondly, like, wait, yeah, like first things first. I'm broke as a joke. I have no money. I'm a fucking student. The second thing is, well, well, actually, even the second, the second thing isn't necessarily finding a head shop because I was definitely able to do that. I had, I did still have the internet time. I just did, I was, I just wasn't paying for it. I was having my parents pay for it, so I was technically, I, I had, I had a pretty, I had it fairly comfortable at the time too. So, considering the fact that I had internet to use, I was able to find and locate head shops where I could buy certain paraphernalia if I wanted to, or in general, like I was able to buy what I wanted in general, like weed wise. It was a fact the simple fact that the second the second issue was wasn't that I had what was not that I didn't that I didn't have money. 
but I did have internet. But it was the simple fact that I had vividly remembered that during my first bad high experience, I called up Stephen, freaking out, freaking out after spiraling from having masturbated myself. Ma- have a master, all it took was a masturbation session to literally spiral me out of control into a bad high experience. And the fact that I had vividly explained to him exactly what I'd done in order to achieve said bad high experience. Yeah, it's safe to say, like, I didn't, like I said before in the first one, I never, I didn't say shit about that to my mother. I just explained that part to Steve specifically. So the idea, after that idea had struck in my head, and I'm like, fuck, no money. And now I have to, and now that this idea has struck in my head, well, I definitely have to go back and communicate. I definitely have to go and, call, and go and talk to Steve now for damn sure. But also on top of that matter, I now have to also convince my mom about this new idea that I am ha- that I have planned, and considering the fact of everything she had experienced to begin with with my first bad high, where she had to literally leave her gig at the current time just to come home and pick up my paranoid dumb fuck dumb fuck dumb fucking ass up from the house and take me over to her work so she could keep an eye on me. So for damn sure she was in she was definitely not going to be down with this idea. But yeah, so no money. Mom sure as hell is not gonna. Mom is sure as hell not gonna not gonna be down with this idea, and I have to go talk to Stephen again after the whole like, awkward experience. So I'm definitely in a very particularly strange coinky dink, if you will. But I wasn't. I was definitely not gonna not gonna hold back or attempt it quick. Cause like at this point, I'm like I've done after going through the first bad high that I did go through, and then psyching myself out. I'm like, okay fucker you're gonna do this no matter what fucking happens come hell or high water you're gonna keep trying to get this shit to work for you because i was also definitely in the mindset being like i want to i want one that the doctors aren't giving me shit i definitely am i was definitely in the mindset of like i want to make i want to see if this stuff can work the funny thing is even though even when i was experiencing those bad that those bad highs I didn't feel my back at all. My my body felt fine. Like I didn't experience any pain of any sort. But it was kind of hard to focus on the fact that hey, you don't have any pain right now because I was tripping fucking balls. So that being said, I had to essentially go online and contact Steve and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry for freaking out. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the whole ex- like in vivid detail explain to you how I set myself into a fucking spiraling into a meltdown from a bad high luckily enough steven's the kind of guy who he's pretty easy going when it comes down to it so he 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 let it go he was like shit happens just for the for the record if you're having a freak out like don't tell just explain to somebody that you just let the person know that you're freaking out and they'll do the rest don't vividly explain to them whatever the fuck you've tried to do to bring yourself back from said bad high like there's only so much information certain people in your life are going to want to fucking know to begin with. And I digress. So at the time, I had after the whole apology had happened between me and Steven through Facebook Messenger, um, I'd convinced them like, hey, I definitely do want to keep trying this out even though my bad high experience and I have my mom flushed my fucking weed which he still even to like even at that moment he kind of looked, he was kind of with him like dude you fuck like he, he called me he straight up called me an idiot like dude 
what were you expecting to happen? This is this is just this is just this is bound to happen whether you like it or not, especially since especially in the way that you freaked out. So I basically was like, Hey, I'm aware of what happened. I'm sorry for the freak out. But I'm sorry about that. I'm definitely not in any way, shape, or form deterred. I do wanna keep trying, keep pushing. So how would you feel about me buying uh, buying another few grams off of you just for the sake of t- trying it again with this new crazy fucking idea I have? And he didn't, well, I didn't actually tell him in full detail. I mostly just apologized to him, to him, apologized to him over the, uh, over Facebook Messenger. And I can, and I said, hey, can we meet up? I'm like, and he's like, sure, yeah. But, the, and I don't know how or where, I'm not sure if I asked, if I had asked him if, I, if we could meet up at his place or, all I know is that I remember we had both come to the agreement that we were going to we were, we were going to meet up, but it was not going to be at his place or where I, ended up buy, where I ended up buying it off from the first time around. This time around, he had decided to essentially have me meet him up at this local internet cafe. Now, I'm going to be straight with you, straightforward with you guys when it comes down to this. Um, I've, as a kid, I you frequently visit daycare centers. My mom used to work as a daycare like a someone she used to do a lot of babysitting and she worked through a baby through daycare center and actually became a volunteer at a daycare center specifically in order to essentially take care of other kids while their parents did their own shit so being around them i kind of knew firsthand that daycare centers are like petri dishes uh like germ infested petri dishes to begin with and no and with all due respect to anybody who's ever been to an internet cafe i will forever see them especially now with covid going going around I've always seen internet cafes as German-infested petri dishes, no no better and no worse than a fucking daycare center, even if they do sterilize the shit, because like there's the the awkward smell of sanitizer is just so potent that I was the moment I um, the moment I remember meeting uh, like the moment I remember meeting up with Stephen at the fucking spot, just the smell itself was pungent as shit. If we had actually gone um, all the way around the backside. Which was ironically enough, more welcoming and more appealing than where I first bought off, for, bought the first stash off of Stephen, which was basically the parking lot, the back backside parking lot of, of a nearby school, of a nearby elementary school, of two, that was nearby his own fucking house. But the backside of this cafe, of this internet cafe, seems way more welcoming and appealing. Like didn't and didn't completely didn't completely smell of urine, if you will. It was a sm- it was a, the cubby hole area was a lot more wider, if anything. It was decently a decent size that you could probably fit for the fucking car on the backside. And uh, so yeah, like we were we were definitely back there. He was talking to me like he he'd had he had actually brought the actual dime bag the bag with him that had I think if I'm not mistaken about about three grams of about three grams worth in that baggie because he was actually planning on basically rolling a joint same time while we were there and probably attempting to get me to play it or at least take a hit with him. So while we're while we're in that backside of the actual internet cafe, he he got me to basically grab the I think it was one one of the twenty dollar bills which are which then at the time were technically paper. So I'm going to demonstrate with this this ten cent Canadian Tire dollar as to how I did it. But basically, I pulled out. He told me to basically pull out pull out some cash if I had any on me, and consider the fact that I was going to buy the buy the fucking weed off him. I did come prepared. I had brought two two twenty dollar bills with me that were both basically paper, um, and he essentially had me folded as such, just like that. Because if I've noticed anything about st- mo- most of my friends, including Steve, were guys who were very much accustomed to doing a lot of very 
MacGyver and DIY type shit, especially like when all you have is papers and a magazine and your weed, you're going to make shit happen. You're, you're basically going to, you're going to concoct something that's very much, it, it, it won't look pretty, but it'll fucking function. So I basically take out the $20 bill. That's basically a piece of paper, fold it down the the center line and I'm holding it like so in front, like literally I'm holding it like about like eh, just about at almost like waist, waist high side. And He's now essentially just taking the baggie out of his pocket, cracking it open, and just placing the weed along the area. And then just from there, he zips it closed, puts it back in his pocket, and starts breaking down the weed on the actual dollar bill itself. Uh, yes, he would eventually end up selling to me, but first he was going to take care of what he had to do. He pulled out two other two zigzags and essentially applied the two-paper method. Um, and by the way, I still to this very day, I've, tr I've tried doing the two paper method and I'm not the most skilled at it, but it, but I'm able to make it work to some degree. So I'm not too, too bothered by it. Um, so he basically rolls the joint and then I'm basically able to take the dollar back, the, uh, take the dollar bill back, put in my piss in my pocket until he pre-presents the weed. He starts roll like he's getting, he's getting, he's start, he starts rolling this thing up, licks it down shut and I'll say this, but like even the best of even the best of like DIY MacGyver stoners who roll on the roll their shit on the fly, even the best of you fucking guys will easily drop your shit now and again. So he then drops the joint accidentally, and he's like, <gasps> "Drug abuse." Presents his arm to me, and basically I take a free fucking slug, kind of like punch buggy, but I don't know, more weed related, if you will. Picks up the joint and before I before he can even say anything, he's already got it in his mouth. He's li he's lighting it up and, t and puffing away. And by now, he's actually encouraging me to take a shotgun hit, which is base or yeah, shotgun hit. Basically, he takes the lid end of it, puts it in his mouth carefully, not to burn himself, and blows through it and cupping his hands, cupping his hands like this in front of in front of it, like essentially trying to create like a wind tunnel funnel for the weed to basically come at my face. And I'm still pretty much in my mind skittish as shit from the first bad experience itself. So I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm uh, I'll pass. I'll pass. Because even at that moment, my first thought in my mind was like, um, I'd much rather just grab, because at that point, the only thing I was thinking was, I literally just want to grab the shit and go. Like, I'm not in the mood to stick around. And sometime around that area at that time when he was still trying to convince me and console, console me on whatever had happened with the first bad high and also still puffing away himself and like continuously trying to offer me, like, being like, come on, you got to try. You've had a bad experience, but you got to keep, you, you got to try. If you're, if you're going to get over the shit, you're going to have to try it eventually. And eventually his his buddy his friend that he was he was trying to meet up with eventually like because that sorry if I didn't mention that before um, the reason why he had decided to meet up with at the internet cafe in the begin at the beginning with was because he was meeting up with another friend there uh, and said friend around the same time of him puffing puffing and pat and trying to pass it off to me me constantly just being like no no I'm good he his buddy had shown up now through and through this dude like just. He he just based off the clothing he was wearing, like he was tall, taller than me and Steve put together, or not put together, but he was t definitely taller than me and than me and Steve. Uh, T-shirt, glasses, wore those um, those uh, those pants, those like sweat pants that had like the little button up on the side that like can easily be pulled away. Literally, he just he just screamed like sporty Europe, sporty Euro trash kind of shit, but. 
pretty cool dude. Like he spoke Stephen's patois, if you will. Like he spoke the same language as the guy. Because my buddy Steve is he he's very he, he his language is very like if he's speaking in a professional sentence, you can tell he's able to do the like the, the more formal conversation. But around friend, he's he's very loose. He's very loose and vibrant with his fucking communication. So very much like he, they're going back and forth. They're and they're now and now they're passing the fucking joint back and forth. And I, I'm just stare. I'm just there in complete awe. Like. I wish, like, I'm just staring at them dead straight. I'm like, I wish I could smoke the way you guys do and not freak the fuck out. But hey, shit happens. Um, after that, all I remember is we basically went back and we actually went into the actual internet cafe. I think I paid like five bucks for maybe like half an hour or a full hour's worth. And basically, Steve and him and his buddy were doing some other shit on another computer nearby while I think Steve actually hooked, uh, he had set me up on a TV screen that I was set up with. I think it was an Xbox, an Xbox 360 at the time, and I was just there sit, sitting for a few minutes playing like Modern Warfare for a few for like whatever time limit I had. Uh, not for nothing. Uh, I definitely, I'm definitely gonna. I'll be straight up. I am definitely uh, a Black Ops kind of guy. Modern Warfare is not that bad, but I never, I've never, I've never personally owned like my brothers. My brothers owned that kind of game before, so I played it whenever he, whenever he wasn't playing. But in general. It was just something to pass the time, if anything, and it was okay. So after the game sesh, and me and Steve and his bu- Steve and his buddy were doing his their thing, so I was basically like, okay, I'm I'm gonna depart on my end, and I hope you guys like have a good day and whatnot. Like so, they they said their goodbyes to me. I said my goodbyes, and I go home. Now, while at home, I go back to my study period, if you will, and I'm watching how to videos, how to bong, how to pipe, how to whatever. Skipping over a lot, a lot of the more cringier videos, which is basically either like the majority of them always consist of the person one giving a review either on the bong, the bong, or the par- the tobacco paraphernalia, the tobacco paraphernalia, if you will, or the bong in this case, uh, the weed that they were smoking, the strain's name, the information, and the local like dispenser that they bought from. Usual BS shit that I was I always found fucking cringy. Like I I was more like I said before, in the beginning of this video, I've always been more into the storyteller kind of uh, sessions, if you will. And not a whole lot of them are actually quite interesting anymore. A lot of them are just bullshit. And actually nowadays, a lot I've t- I tend to find a lot more of these guys who are telling retelling these stories while they're smoking up. They always seem to overlay like gang videos over the shit and just annoys the fuck because I can't focus on the story because I'm watching this fucking game now. Um, but as I'm watching through these, all these cringy fucking videos and I found the ones that were worthwhile, the idea basically, oh yeah, the the original idea that I was going for while in that stasis of watching these videos was I was watching a lot of DIY bong videos specifically because my bright idea to begin with was at the time my mom was actually buying those, those little small ass little dinky Sunny D bottles and after watching a bunch of these DIY videos and how to construct one, like uh, I basically got in my mind, like fuck it, why not just make your own DIY bong at home, and essentially, and essentially, because I was the idea that I had in my mind was if I smoke a small, if I end up smoking just a tiny little nugget of weed, a tiny little like smaller than your fucking pinky nail. It should be enough to get me medicated, but minus the fucking scary spiral out head high that I don't fucking like at all. So the constructive idea I had was based off all the videos I'd watched was I was going to take the Sunny D bottle, give it a good washing because I didn't. Well, actually, I I washed as best I could. 
there's still some lingering sunny D smell, but whatever. It was still it was a very sugary drink to begin with. The idea I had was I was gonna take a. Um, I'm not sure if you guys remember. Like I'm not sure if you're. I'm not sure if you guys. Have, I'm pretty sure you guys have come across this more than once in your life. Um, you know those pen, those very stylish looking pens. They kind of look like um, a baby Huey cigar. I'll I'll put it up on the screen so you guys have the the general idea. Uh, basically, my parents had one of those fancy ass, fancy ass little pens, but it wasn't the expensive aluminum ones that you could rotate open. It was one the plastic clicker one. Uh, the plastic no, it wasn't even a plastic one. It was an, it was a metal one, but it wasn't the high grade high grade like aluminum where you could you'd rotate it to open it up. Instead, this was the generic clicker that you could pretty much get anywhere. It was literally made of aluminum. Pretty shitty shop. It was a pretty shitty little pen, but it worked for what it was worth. So I, I had taken hold of one of those pens, and I had disassembled that some bitch as far as it would go. So I removed the pen and the pen tip, gutted the inside, took the part of the back half, of the, the back half of the pen itself where the pocket clip was, took that off, and essentially made sure that the whole thing itself was a completely gutted out chamber. I'd taken the Sunny D bottle, and I'd pricked two... Let's grab a bottle real quick. So I'd taken the actual bottle itself, removed the cap, this is just an example for you guys. I'd remove the cap, and on the very top half itself, I'd made two specific little holes. One of them was going to be for the um, for the bowl itself, which I would end up making from the uh, the pen the pen tip itself, where the, the actual head of the pen comes out of, or the pen the, the writing bit with the pen. That part I was going to stick. That was going to be the bowl itself, and I took a straw, clipped it in half, and and wedged part of it into the base of or the the very very head the very very head of it that you can actually pop off the pen stuck it in there and that was going to be the shaft if you will of the actual bowl so it would go into the bottle itself or into the cap into the bottle and submerge underneath water while i tightly squeeze as best i could the bowl if you will into the upper half of the cap made a secondary hole and took the part of the pen itself where the pocket clip is and I'd wedged it into the actual cap, the actual cap itself, a little bit further down, obviously, because, well, that's where I was going to basically be putting. I think if I'm no, no, sorry, that part I also ended up sticking the um, the other half of the straw into, especially, and allowed that, which allowed it to kind of like the pen clip part to just kind of, yeah, that it, that part was actually basically allowed to stick up halfway out of the water itself because the straw itself was going was going to go in, but part of it would stick into it, so. In a weird way, I had to kind of squeeze part of the bulb piece down as far as it would go so I could actually inhale off one end and stick the nugget of weed in the other. Actually, to be honest with you, I can't even recall which half of those I actually turned into the bowl, the bowl and, also, and the mouthpiece itself. All I know is that one part was used as the mouthpiece itself that didn't have to be fully submerged in water, and the other half was going to be for the bowl where, the wa where it would be ignited and it would filter the smoke through the water. So I have this shit now loosely fitted and constructed to some degree. So it'll fucking work, but it's not the it's shoddy workmanship. It, but it'll it'll work to some degree. So I have this thing caught this crappy little setup, but I have it hidden away in one of my in one of my drawers at the time because I've decided to wait it out until the weekend. Simply because if I've learned anything from my first bad high, do not get high or do not risk getting high. When it's a day where you're expected to be active or take or take care of shit, at least at the time. Like nowadays, I I work. I actually 
use a strain that doesn't intoxicate me or get me out of my fucking mind high because that just gets me paranoid. So I'm pretty good with it now. But back in that time, when knowing the fact that the first bad high that I had experienced, I'm like, yeah, let's not do this. Let's not do this shit during the weekday. Let's do this during the weekend when we had the time to just basically risk getting super fucking paranoid and just be able to like rest it off, if you will. So the weekend rolls around. Um, mom's doing laundry or, or out back with the neighbor talking or whatever. My brother in his bedroom chilling. And I take the opportunity. I go into the washroom. I open up. I go I go towards the window itself, lift it up. To my, like, front, if, I, if I'm facing the window, which I've just opened, to my left is the sink where I'm then setting up the bong pieces, specifically in the lighter and then the, the weed too. And to my right is the toilet. A little bit far back is where the shower is at. I turn around and I go towards the door, which I should have closed to begin with. I close that, lock it, and I'm like, okay, now we're good. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm already in that, I'm already in reeling mode where I'm freaking out. I'm like, it's like, considering my first freak out and, and whatnot, I'm already in the mindset of being like, this is, you're not, one, you're not supposed to be doing this at all. And two, you're definitely not supposed to be doing this indoors of all of all times, especially. So I definitely locked the door, and the paranoia is already like really in my mind. But I'm trying to keep myself cool, calm, and collected while I do this whole thing. I fill up the bottle of water. I'm sorry, I fill up the, the Sunny D bottle of water. I stick the top half in with the pieces that are already sticking in. I take that nugget weed. I stick it. In, I stick it into the bowl piece, the bowl piece, if you will. I bring it to my lips. Put the mouthpiece mouthpiece in my mouth. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, "This is gonna happen, and you're gonna be fine." Like, I flick this. I flick the lighter. Start burning the weed, and take a pretty big fucking hit. And it surprisingly does the goddamn trick. Like, I'm like, as I'm pulling it in through the straw, like it's a small diameter. So I'm like, and it goes all the way in. And then my my lungs are. I immediately feel the tension in my lungs. I'm like, "Fuck, gotta go." I turned, I turned quickly to my right, which is now the window, and I immediately exhale hard as I can to basically blow it completely out the fucking window. Regardless of, regardless of what I do at this point, the, the bathroom is already smelling like weed. There's, so, there, there's no fucking stopping it. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. And while, meanwhile, after exhaling my lungs, I'm, like, I'm already like <laughs> coughing up a fucking lung. I try going for a secondary hit, and it works. And then I also, and then I'm like, but I'm like, fuck, it's still not helping. Because every time I take a hit from this shit, it's not, it's not stopping the flame. If anything, it keeps igniting the, the already ignited weed. So I pop off the cap and I inhale directly from the bottle itself and pour out the water. Exhale through the window itself. Cough up more of a lung. And I just, all I start doing, I like, I pull, I disassemble the fucking thing as far as I can. Blow the blow through the, the the chamber itself to blow the nugget weed out of the pen itself into the sink and I flush this and I just turn on the, the tap and just letting the shit let the shit fall down the fucking sink and I'm immediate and I'm immediately ca- while coughing up a lung and I'm trying to recompose myself I'm like okay the deed's done there's no turning back now the effect's gonna kick in eventually and the washroom itself stinks like weed so I'm spraying down I start I just start I just I grabbed the, local, the most local air freshener to me, and it was basically, it was like Hawaiian air freshener or some shit, and I'm just like, into the fucking air. And now everything on top of my fucking table is going to smell like Febreze. Great. Eh, at least it'll smell good. 
<laughs> oh, and I had to do that right in my mouth too. Hope I didn't get my water. No, water's still safe. <laughs> so basically, I spray down the I spray down the bathroom with as much with as much air freshener as I can that wouldn't be too overly powered or pungent. I hop in the shower and I'm immediately washing off the smell as best I fucking can. And only around the ending of the actual shower itself is when I start really feeling the shit kick in. And I knew this because during my first bad high, when I, what the trigger itself was basically I masturbated myself into it. And also I got really, I, 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 for whatever reason, I started feeling myself also becoming very, very, very peculiarly interested in the clean, 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 in the cleanliness of my asshole of all things. So I'm literally just like this the whole time. like, huh, I didn't know that thing at fucking ridges like that. Literally, this is the trigger point for me of being like, oh, yeah, you're very high. If this, of all fucking things that you're doing, that you're cleaning yourself off, of all things you're doing in the shower, uh, outside of cleaning yourself, the first thing that gets you, your attention, is the the ridges or the ridges or the skin flaps of the perimeter of your asshole are the first thing that's that that you you're more you're curious about and the sensations that you, that you're giving yourself while rubbing it repeatedly you're definitely fucking high there, there's no out when, when the weirdest fucking sensations or details jump out of you the hardest you're definitely fucking high and at that point i'm like yeah i'm definitely fucking high now like i'm st- like i'm slowly starting to feel the body trips c- kicking in ever since that one sensation I hop out of the shower. I get myself dressed. I'm immediately my mindset is like, okay, before this shit gets any possibly any worse for you, go to mom and dad's room, lay down on the bed, and try to fa- and watch TV because that's the only thing that's going to keep me one. That's going to be the only thing that's keeping my mind distracted long enough to not freak the fuck out any further. So I leave the bathroom, smelling, reeking like Febreze, and looking like a fucking sauna. Walk to my brother's room. Explain in detail what I've just done, minus the whole anus, uh, uh, the cleanliness, uh, the 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 immense interest in cl- the cleanliness of my asshole. But I explained to him, like I give him the full, the whole, the basic information as to, hey, this is what I was up to in the washroom. This is what I've just done. I'm gonna go to mom and dad's room. They be considerate and at least check up on me now and again, because I'm probably gonna end up freaking out pretty hard. And he doesn't even flinch at the whole thing. He's just like. He's like he turns from the TV to me, like he turns from the TV and the PlayStation to be like, um, "Okay, I hope you don't freak out, but cool, I'll check in, whatever." Like I said, doesn't even flinch. I go to mom and dad's room. I grab the blanket that's currently sitting at the feet at the foot of the bed. Put it, pull it over me automatically. Not for nothing. I think this was the temperature that that I'm gauging right now. It's it's not necessarily summertime, but it's not fall either. Like it's somewhere in the, it's it's somewhere during like it's somewhere between August and September. I'm roughly gonna gauge it then, because that's roughly where that temperature was at. It was pretty nice, but like I said, when you're high for whatever reason, your body your the body sensory overload kind of gets weird, and you start like you you either start overly you get overly cold or overly hot. It's, everyone's body reacts differently to a bad high or in general to cannabis and like the THC to begin with, so. I already start feeling the body sensations. I lay down mom's bed. I pull the covers over me, like the the comforter over me, and I'm just like focused dead on the TV. Like you are going to be okay. You hear me? You, my friend, are going to be okay. Like in my mind, obviously, I'm not like physically fucking doing that. 
I don't know what I'm watching on TV. I pro- I was probably watching somewhere between either YTV shit, Family Channel, or fucking Treehouse. Something that did not involve any sort of like just like when I during my first bad high, I'm watching something that is simply easy enough that is easy on my mind and easy enough to distract me from whatever fucking freak out I'm literally experiencing at the time. And so far it's fucking working. Now Anthony and now in fairness, Anthony did in fact actually check up on me a few times, like once or twice throughout the experience. All I'm really experiencing at this current like all I'm really experiencing at that current time was one, like I'm having the full sense like my 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 thoughts are pretty high and pretty out there. Like I'm literally like all like I'm trying to keep any negative thoughts at bay by literally hard focusing on the TV. And that's working to some degree. Uh but I'm definitely but as I'm attempting to focus my mind on one specific point, I find I feel my body my body trips. Like it's like way it's it's the, the only best way I can explain it. It's like sitting at the very edge of the like if you're at a beach and you're literally sitting in the surf itself and the water is just hitting you. Hitting you hitting you repeatedly but from the head down instead of the feet from the feet up and it goes from intense as hell intense as hell intense like it's it's like head body feet head head body feet head body like in that same wavelength just head and it's just boom 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 now mom at this point like some like maybe like a half an hour into an hour in or whatever mom comes in the house from doing whatever she was doing she che- she sees me in the be- in her bedroom laying down in that position and she's smart enough to put one two one two two and two together kind of thing and she doesn't say anything but she's well like she's well in her wits to give me full shit full amount of apple shit for this shit for what for what she's looking at consider the fact that she's also as she comes in she also notices the fact that there's an overly abundant smell of air freshener in the washroom to begin with and it's steamy still like I said, I use a lot of hot water. <laughs> Even till they, till this very day, I still use a lot of hot, fucking hot water to take, to take a fucking shower. Comes in the room, sees me in that position. She's in her mind. Her first thing is like, give, give, give this piece of, give this fucking kid shit. But she sees me in that position. And she's like, she lets it go. Her for only thing that comes out of her mouth is basically, are you okay? Do you want any food or anything to drink? I look at her and I'm like, and I and I go from the TV to her. I'm like. No, I'm okay. I'm just relaxing here. And I look back at the TV. Once again, she knows what's up. A few minutes goes by. She comes back, asks me the same thing. I say no. She leaves. She put. She comes near near the bed with me and puts her shoulders on the bed. And she's like, why would you do Why Knowing the fact that you've done this to yourself the first time around, why would you put yourself through this again? It was at that moment that I basically looked from the TV Rolled my head to the side, which literally, considering the fact I'm still tripping balls, it felt like a fucking roller coaster just from here to here. I look at my mom like, considering the fact that my doctor's in pretty clear voice, I'm like, the fact that my doctors are not willing to give me any sort of medicine that fucking, ha- any medicine that has an effect on me, I'm willing to keep trying this until I find something that fucking works. She wasn't the most happy with the whole experience. Like even at, like she let it go. She understood where I was coming from. She went did her own thing again. About two three hours goes by, and the high fi- and that by and that and that the experience the the over the sensory overload from the high itself 
starts to come down my my mind starts to refocus itself where like i don't feel myself drifting off into a thousand and one different thoughts where the tv itself doesn't look like it's fucking coming out of me in a 3d picture i i'm fully coming back to my normal cohesive self and my first thought was literally fuck 40 bucks down the drain and this shit didn't even do a damn thing for me like if anything it just sent me through another spiral and it didn't even help me at all I was I was literally just disapp- I was mostly disappointed the whole the whole pr- process simply because even with all the shit I'd gone through the second time around with the fucking bong itself it didn't help it did not work it did not work in my favor and that was the part that annoyed me the, the annoyed me the most it didn't work I went through all that shit a second time around with even less the amount that I did the first time around like keep in mind the first time was a was a pin a pin a, a pin sized joint that I burned all the way through in one shot. In comparison to a small nugget size that was the size of my pinky nail that I had burned through. And only took one or two pretty heavy hits. Which I'm assuming it's the fact that I took as deep of hits as I did the first time and exhaled it. Then again, bongs are known for pretty much giving you a heavier blast of it in comparison to smoking a joint where you can take intermediate breaks with. But I was just so bothered by the fact that I had spent that much, that I had spent the money on something that didn't work out in the end for me. Another thing on top of it, which till this very day I can't, I cannot remember. Like actually, around the, uh, like from whatever I told my mom is, I, I was not going to give up. I'd end up regretting those words, but at the same time, those words would also bring me to where I am now, which is the progress I, I would continue having some bad highs before I'd, I'd end up getting to where I am now. So as much as I'd regret it saying it then, I don't regret it now because it's taken me, it's taken me through a world of one of the experiences. But the one thing I will say is. I, for life of me, cannot fucking remember where the fuck I put that stash of weed. <laughs> back in, Like, the, that second stash. I cannot remember, for life of me, where the fuck I put it. Because I for damn sure remember, I don't, I do not remember giving it to my mom to flush down the toilet. That much I do fucking remember. Well, guys, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't even introduce this one. Fuck. This is actually the first podcast I'm doing for the rebrand series. The rebrand that this one is going to be called, if you guys haven't already seen the intro, which I'm probably going to lay in in the the introduction, welcome to the first ever Tip Talks. I hope you guys enjoy the the rest of this video. If you guys like this video in any way, shape, or form, I'd really appreciate a thumbs up for the fact that I've put this much effort into it this time around. Um, share with your friends and family or anybody who you think might get a good kick out of this or just help me spread the word for the new podcast and the new rebrand itself by hitting that share button. And as always, guys, stay up, stay true, and stay you. Take care, individuals.